This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, welcome to How To Tuesday this week. i got a great guest, the Snakeaholic is going to tell us how to find, identify, and also leave alone a snake that could be very harmful. Kevin, what's up? How are you? Doing great, Tom. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks. So in South Florida, well, and and all throughout the country, snakes are something that if you're going to spend a lot of time outdoors, you're going to probably encounter snakes, some places more than others. You are a reptile expert. You handled all different kinds of snakes. Uh, what would you, what do you tell people about, you know, maybe, you know, turkey hunters are somebody that, and, and deer hunters run into snakes a lot, especially in South Florida. What do you tell people about kind of woodsmanship, uh, how to spot a snake, how to know what type of snake it is, and then how to kind of get yourself out of that situation? Yeah. So snakes are first off they're very simple animals they want nothing to do with people that's the first and foremost thing to always keep that in mind all right because let's think about it realistically why would a snake want anything to do with you it would only be chasing you if you're a prey item aside from that you're a predator now we are so much larger than any of the prey that our native snakes would try to eat in any part of the united states we have no native snakes that were ever get big enough to consider us as the prey item. So that means they're going to see us as a predator. So everything that they're going to do towards us is defensive behavior, not aggressive. So that's a key distinction to make from the beginning. So the basis of it really is as long as you leave a snake alone, it wants nothing to do with you. It's going to just keep its own distance. Now, as you start to break it down, you know, where are snakes going to live, stuff like that? Snakes are secretive animals. They don't want to be seen that much, but they want a food source and they want somewhere to hide. 
Those are the two things. Now, probably one of the easiest ways that people will come into contact with snakes in a homeowner situation is something like a wood pile in their backyard. That's perfect for them because they're going to attract mice and rodents and stuff like that. And those snakes are going to come in and just try to get that food source. So thinking that ahead, you know, maybe if you have a wood pile like that, don't keep it right next to the house. Maybe, you know, keep it a little bit further out. And wherever you walk around in the wilderness in an area, it's important to look where you're walking, uh, especially when you start to come into contact with stuff like venomous species and stuff like that. A lot of bites from, you know, rattlesnakes and copperheads and stuff like that is really people just don't see them and they step on them. So being very careful about where you put your foot placement is something good. And again, you don't have to be crazy nervous about it the entire time because these animals don't want anything to do with people, but you should be kind of careful about where you're walking and where you put your foot placement. Now, when you do see a snake, easiest thing to do, just walk around it, give it a little safety thing, go around it. If you're not good at identifying snakes, you don't really know what you're looking at. Don't try and pick it up because (laughs) if you don't know what you're dealing with, you could make a safe situation to an unsafe situation very, very quickly. So always be careful of that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that, well, I I guess the, the one thing that you were talking about, you were saying that snakes want to be in a place where they, they're not seen. They want a food source. And I immediately thought, well, that sounds a lot like a hunting blind. Like you're going to put a hunting blind out someplace, whether it's for deer hunting or duck hunting or, or whatever. And it, you're purposefully not going to go there. So you, cause you don't <laughs> want the scent around or, or yeah. whatever. So you're going and, and you're going to go there a lot of times early in the morning and you're going to put this in a place where yeah. it's going to be a perfect habitat for a snake. It, it can go in there. There's probably going to be food around it or whatever it's a good hiding place so if you encounter that like what would be like if you're going to step into a hunting blind at four o'clock in the morning like what's your procedure look like that might be a little bit different than someone who isn't really expecting a snake to be there like what would you do in that situation? I i would probably just do a quick lap just scope it out you know look around if it's four in the morning it's probably dark out so just Take a flashlight, you know, shine around the edges, all the little nooks and crannies where they might be able to tuck up into. And that's really just so you don't accidentally surprise one. You don't actually step on one or not see that one is there. As that sun starts to come up, a lot of times, you know, as we're getting towards those colder months, those snakes are probably going to sit out in the sun and bask. So you might, if you're coming into coming in or coming out of an area where the sun has just come out and the ground is still cold, but it's starting to warm up. That's probably going to be the perfect situation for you to actually see that snake out basking. So really, if you're going into an area where you're going to be sitting down for a while, you're going to be standing for a while, just do a quick look around, just make sure, you know, you don't see anything immediately. But again, these are animals that are very good at camouflage. So don't always assume that you did it right away, but just a quick look around should keep you a lot safer. Right. And then if you do see them, if, if you're inhabiting the same blind as one, uh, is it just time <laughs> to go find another one? Or if you're not, you know, skilled at, at handling these snakes, you don't want to handle them. Maybe it's a rattlesnake. Who knows? Uh, what, <laughs> what do you do then? Um, I mean, you could just, just pick up, you know, just a stick and just either, 
poke it or just try and lift again with a safe distance, try and either lift it out of the blind or just, you know, push it. So it goes somewhere else. But that if you, if you can just leave it alone, that is the better option. Just work around it. If it is directly in your, you know, line. Yeah. You might have to just get like a little Y shaped stick and just, you know, pick it up and move it out. But once that snake is out, it's not going to just come back. You know, right. it, it yeah. might over time. But it wants nothing to do with you. You give it 100%. an opportunity to get away and it's going to get away. Yeah. Right. Especially stuff like like rattlesnakes. You know, they have the rattle. Remember, that rattle is there to warn you that you're about to step on it or something like that. It's not an aggressive thing. It's a defensive thing. And I think that's a very key distinction to make is a lot of times when people hear that rattle, they think, oh, it's aggressive. It's actually terrified. It's scared. That's why it's rattling. It doesn't want to mess with you because it knows how big of an animal you are. So as long as you give that animal space, and a lot of times you might just have to back off, you know, just get further away from it. And as soon as it feels like the coast is clear, it's going to try, it's going to take off. It's going to go somewhere else because it doesn't want to run into animals of your size class. Gotcha. All right, man. Awesome, awesome advice. <laughs> and uh, if people want to follow you and they want to go see you handle not only snakes, but alligators as well. What would they do? Yeah. So all of my social media is snakeaholic. It's Instagram and YouTube. Got a lot of cool stuff on there. And every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I will be wrestling alligators at Everglades Holiday Park in Western Lauderdale. And I'll be there doing educational alligator shows for tourists and guests all day long. Awesome. All right. Go check that out and uh, stay away from those snakes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) 